Is that a land shark? It is a land shark. Oh, you didn't get it. <laughs> Wait, wasn't there wasn't there a time at school down in Blacksburg when our our other roommate Corey and there was some inside joke about land sharks? Where somebody <sighs> asked, Is that a land shark? Yeah, yeah, there is something. There's something there. But <laughs> <You don't laughs> no, I don't remember. That's all because I, I wasn't I wasn't uh I wasn't in on it, but I remember you guys saying that a lot. Shout out to Corey. Shout out to Corey. Come on and explain the joke. Please. Alright, I got something here. Alright. This is the from the New York Times. Okay. <laughs> Deep fake video of Joe Biden singing the children's song "Baby Shark" <laughs> isn't funny. It is deeply worrying. <laughs> uh, deep fakes. Gotta love the deep fakes. Wait, are you worried about that? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> My thing is, why is that the headline on an article that people are gonna read? <laughs> well, who fucking cares? <laughs> First line. I hate to have to say this, but here we go. Baby shark, do 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 do. This somebody went to fucking college and like studied journalism for a long time just to come out and fucking write about Joe Biden singing "Baby Shark." And you know, people are just gonna be like, "Oh fuck yeah, fuck that liberal motherfucker." But it's isn't it worrisome? It's a fake. There's people dying and shit in the streets, and we're writing fucking news articles about Joe Biden singing Baby Shark. What the heck? A I deep, also lied. It's a deep fake, though. I lied. It's not New York Times, but it'd be funny. What if it is was. it? New York Post? The Guardian. Ah. I don't really read The Guardian. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> All right. I'm not just going to sit here and read this whole article, but... Well, just... So there's, a, there, there's more to it other than just the headline, because I don't understand what else they could be talking about. I think it's just, oh, okay, so it's just, I guess, like, deep fake in general is scary. But, I mean, and this isn't funny, but the beginning is that line I just read you, and then a paragraph later I just see about 90% of those are non-consensual porn of women. So this is, like, actually kind of a crazy article, I guess, about, like, just deep fake stuff in general. But, man, what a headline. You think they talk about the um, the the Kendrick Lamar video where he did you see that video that he put out with the yeah deepfakes? dude that was crazy. I'm gonna be honest, that was like the first time I remember seeing um, stuff like that, like deep fakes. Because before that, I don't really recall that except for like those filters you see on Snapchat and stuff, like the crying filter. <laughs> yeah, that, that that one's crazy. That shit bro. was nuts, dude. Yeah, I can't believe how many people would be using that. All right, I take it back. This article is kind of real it's just a the headline is like you it know grabbed you yeah it did his job it did it did that liberal motherfucker <laughs> all right okay what's up everyone we're back howdy welcome back to the good fridays podcast i'm cj i'm josh and we're uh we're here to chop it up a little bit with everybody today have some we're going to have some great conversations today. Yeah. I feel like I'm on my radio show host right now. Yeah. I think we kicked it off with a hell of an opener as well. Yeah. 
Shout out to Arwa Madawi. Excuse me if I'm pronouncing that wrong. But thank you for your um, sick article to get us rolling. Yeah, great, great contribution to the pod. So, what's been going on with you? How's your weekend? Uh, let's see. Um, I had a pretty good weekend. Friday. Well, I don't think we did much Friday. Yeah. Saturday, we, uh, my girlfriend and I, we went up to Arlington. Some of our, uh, some of our friends from tech were having a, they were hosting like an Oktoberfest party. So we got to go up there and see some friends that it's been a while since we've seen. So that was really nice getting to see everybody. And, um, but yeah, that we didn't, I don't know. We, it was encouraged to wear like the, the leader hosen and the, the outfits for it. But I mean, we were driving about an hour and a half to get there and I don't know. I wasn't feeling wearing that in the car. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think I would feel like wearing that either. Yeah. It, it ended up being a good decision. Um, on the way there, we thought we were going to be the only ones not dressed up, so we were a little anxious about that. But uh, when we got there, there were, there were some fellas not dressed up, so it was nice. But uh, shout out to the boys up there for having us, and it was a pretty good time. I feel like that's like kind of always the bit of anxiety about going to a costume party is like, and especially like I think we touched on it before. I really don't like to dress up, but there still is that anxiety. Like you don't want to be the one person who's not participating. Yeah, exactly, and, and that that was the whole thing. It's like, I don't know. I already said it, but we did we didn't want to get dressed up, and I was glad to see not everybody else was dressed up too. Yeah, I had a pretty uneventful weekend. Um, a lot of housekeeping stuff because I'm getting ready to go out of town here for a couple of weeks, so kind of just starting to get all my ducks in a row before I leave. Um. Do you like, is that, is that a good feeling? Um, trying to get things organized before you take off or is it stressful? It's stressful, but like, I really, really fucking hate leaving for a long time and then coming back and like things are a mess and shit. Like I want everything to be like completely right. Yeah. And it's not too bad this time. Um, because my girlfriend's going to be around for the first week and then me and her are going on a trip the second week. So you know, it's not like so much of closing up the house, but yeah, there's nothing. I mean, it's just a really bad feeling when you get home and you realize that there's so much stuff that needs to get done or it's, there's nothing better than coming home to a clean house after a pretty long trip, especially two weeks. Yeah. So, um, first weeks for work, but then the second week, um, taking a little vacation, going down to Myrtle beach. Let's go birthday. Um, spending a week down there we've had we've been going to the same place for this will be our third time going there same airbnb um it's perfect dude it's like right on the ocean um walking distance to a couple bars and it's super super cheap in the off season that's awesome because the uh so you said you've been there three times this will be the third yeah is is the host do they like remember you or is it they get so many people it's i think they they might just be pretending that they do but it's like because it's like a realty company on airbnb Uh, so i mean who who even knows who i'm messaging with but um could be a deep fake (laughs) 
even if it is their customer service has been good in the past. So, but yeah, I just, it's such a cool place and you know, it's nice to go places like more than once. Cause then you can almost like, you feel more at home, yeah. you know, you know where you like to go and where everything is and stuff. So it's like you're becoming a local, you know? Yeah. And I'd love to go to the beach in the off season. It's just, especially like this time of year. Cause it's still warm enough. Like you still have like really nice beach days, but you're not all sweaty and there's yeah. not 10,000 people around you all the time. Yeah. And you're saving money on the space you're living in too. Yeah. Dude, big money. I looked at this place for like in like June and it's like $350 a night. Jeez. We don't pay that. <laughs> yeah. I'd hope not, man. That, yeah. So you're going, you'll be in Myrtle for a week for the first week of work. Is it a few different places or are you going to be one place mostly? Oh, you're going to be in Vegas, right? Yeah. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Las Vegas. Um, It'll be fun, but, you know, it's a work trip at the end of the day, and we don't stay on the strip or anything. We just get an Airbnb, but, you know, we stayed on the strip last year, and it was a good time. Like, we had fun, but at the end of the day, like, we are working during the day, so in the evenings, like, I'm just tired. Are they... um? Are you working longer longer hours, or is it like a typical work day? It's pretty, it's easy. It's honestly probably lighter than a regular work oh, day because okay. the majority of like people who attend the show are gonna are kind of there, not on a vacation, but they're kind of using it as like half a vacation and like kind of can make it an excuse for work. So a little work, little play. Yeah, I get it. especially in Vegas. Yeah, exactly. So that's what the majority of people are there to do. So it's like everybody's done by three o'clock you know oh that is nice at least on our end i mean the higher up you are i feel like there's like there are like big 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 meetings that go on out there you know but as far as we go i think you told me one of the years you went you got to see the food fighters right um yeah yeah so um a guy that kind of goes way back with my dad and honestly I obviously got to know him pretty well as well um he works for JBL and that's who puts on the concerts out there every year ah uh, that's right cause they have like a whole JBL sound system and stuff so he was able to get us tickets so yeah I saw the Foo Fighters at this I guess private show is the right way to, to say it cause it's not like they sold tickets but yeah, that was a really, really crazy experience. Was it, um, how big of a venue was it? It's small, a really small. And, um, yeah, just like, <laughs> it was one of those things like, you know, when you're at something and you just look around, you're like, I have really no business being here. Like, it was just so nice. Yeah. Just like open bar and like people walking around with appetizers and shit, like crazy Hunters, shit. Yeah, that dude, stuff. crazy shit. But, that's yeah, cool, I mean, though. Oh, fuck yeah. They were awesome. And they blew me away. Like, I didn't really know their music that well, to be mm -hmm. honest. But, yeah, I saw um, them one year, and I saw Stevie Nicks the next year. That's sweet. Yeah. Do you um, do you know if there's anybody on the lineup this year? Or? So that was actually at a different show in Las Vegas ah, okay. that we used to go to that made more sense for us. But now we go to SEMA, and that was at CES. But um, So I know one night there's like a – kind of a little bit of a party with one of the vendors we're there with and uh, they have some kind of artist coming but it hasn't been announced but I have no idea 
Damn. That's kind of exciting. Yeah, bro. It's it's cool. It's it's really cool and it's a fun all the people are fun, you know what I mean? So and you see some cool shit like I remember like going back at like CES, you would see like Samsung and shit would like bring out like their robots and oh. shit like that. Like the you know, latest, greatest, whatever. Yeah. But this one's always like a lot more car focused. But you'll see like everyone's electric car, you know, like or like last year Ford had the Broncos there, like before uh, they were I gotcha. out. So cool stuff like that. You see pretty cool There's things. There's tons of electric cars now. Yeah, dude. I was at a dealership the other day and I didn't even realize like Ford had a electric pickup truck. Yeah. Dude, it's crazy. I think I, I honestly, they're out now, aren't they? Aren't they on the road? Yeah, there was one sitting in the dealership. I think I saw one um, earlier this week on the road, and I couldn't even hear it driving by. And I drive I drive a Ford as well. So, and it, I, it was the same model as my truck, but obviously years newer. And it's crazy to me that I could barely hear it moving. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. Uh, yeah, I was just looking at it, and I was like, it looked a little different than like a, cause it was like the, you know, big package on like the Lariat or whatever. And it was like all really nice interior, but it's, everything just looks a little bit different than what I was used to. But yeah, pretty cool stuff. Your, your car is not electric, is it? No, they do make one, the same one in electric, but mine's not. Gotcha. Would you ever own an electric car? Yeah. 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 If I didn't drive as much as I do. Yeah. But I think for someone like, you or me who does a good bit of driving for work, like it yeah. doesn't make sense because you, it would just be too much charging. Right. Plus it's, I mean, I don't know because I don't have an electric car, but how, how, um, I guess charging ports have probably become more prevalent now. Uh, yeah. And they become more and more prevalent like every day. I feel like. Yeah, that's true. Especially more. with companies making like, I mean, some companies, I feel like I've heard that some companies are growing, they're moving towards, obviously they're moving towards electric cars, but got places like california where they're trying to ban the distribution of of fuel powered vehicles i guess to mm-hmm. try to push everybody everybody towards electric yeah i know there's a few states that are kind of like giving out incentives for people to getting an electric car whether it be like a tax break or something mm-hmm. um but yeah i mean fuck yeah i'd drive a tesla shout out elon yeah tesla would be cool i don't know I think it'd be cool to have an electric car at this point in time, but I, if it came to choosing one over the other, I don't, I don't think I'd pick electric over fuel as of this point, you know, maybe somewhere down the line though. Yeah. I think it just depends on the situation, but yeah, I just feel like if you go on a lot of long trips or anything, it could become a pain really fast. At least at this, the way they are right now. Right. So with, well, I'll ask you since you're, I guess with your, with your uh, field of work, you might have an idea about this. But are electric cars still, maybe not electric cars specifically, but new cars in general, are they coming with like um, CD players anymore, or is it just is it is everything Bluetooth now? Um, yeah, CD players are kind of becoming more and more rare. Uh, like my car didn't come with one. Did not come no, with one. Didn't. Okay. Um, yeah, I feel like that's kind of an older, older technology at this point, which is pretty crazy. Um, cause I feel like even like five years ago or so, like that would be unheard of if your car came without a CD player. Right. Right. I like, guess. 
Do you think um do you think that cuz I feel like most things always tend to come back. Do you think that'll be one of those things that just sort of gets forgotten about or um when it comes to manufacturing they're not concerned about it anymore or do you think eventually it'll come back? I I think people still ask for it. Um not to talk too too much about workboat. Uh one of the companies we work with actually offers one that just plugs into your uh USB so if you have like a CarPlay port or Android Auto, like you can plug it in and it'll give you a CD player. So it's like an adapter. Yeah, huh. pretty much. It's just like, it's literally just like, it looks like, you know, like an old portable CD player. Like, you know, like the ones you used to have when you were a kid. Like, yeah. It just looks like that with a little USB port on it. It's pretty cool. That is neat. Were you, did you ever like have your own CDs when you were a kid or did you kind of just? Oh Yeah. Yeah, I have my own CDs. Well, so here's the thing. Um, my Well, I'm sure your family was like this too, but my family listened to so much music. Like when I was younger, I was hearing so much music being played. And obviously back then, if you were in car rides, we had burnt CDs or regular CDs. or we. I feel like we were rarely listening to the radio and more so listening to um, like different CDs we had. Yeah. yeah, the same was true for us. I feel like growing up, the radio just I never played. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that sort of brings back good memories of, like, old CD mixes we had. Because now, like, with everything streaming, it's so easy to make playlists. Whereas back then, you had to, like, if you were making your own CD, it was a much, it was a more um, strenuous process, I guess. Yeah, you either had to make your own or just buy one of those, like, compilation CDs that had, like, what was hot then? Yeah. Now that's what I call music. Oh, bro. Do they don't. still make those? Uh, I would think. Actually, I do. I think they do. Because for some reason, I feel like I did see a commercial. I don't know if it was like an advertisement on my phone or if it was something on the television. But I think they've, they've got to be in the high numbers. Are you going to look it up? Yeah, I'm going to look it up. So take a guess what number right. they're on. I'm going to. Well, let's see. Damn, I got to try to figure out how many they did a year. Um, I'm going to guess they're in the... Uh, they got to be in like the 80s. Guess. 83? Yes, Let's bro. Let's go. Did you know that? No, I swear. On everything. Fuck yeah. On everything I love, I didn't know that. I was just I was trying to figure out how many... Because um, when I think about Now CDs, I have this one CD in particular that I think about because I listened to it all the time when I was younger. Um. But I was trying to figure out how many CDs they put out a year, because I have no idea. I just know that this that this the CD is just packed with relevant hits from that time. Um, damn, that's crazy. I was gonna guess eighty or ninety, but eight eighty three was speaking to me. Ooh, so they've actually it's been gone a while. Oh, eighty three was the last one they did. Yeah. Well, I'm tripping then, because I, I must have not wait, seen Wait, hold commercial. on. Something's fucked up here. What songs are on there? Hold on. I don't know. This The the thing that popped up on Google isn't right. I'm on Target's website now. That's how you know you're getting quality fucking yeah. information. Shout dude. out to Target. Shout out to Target. The only real news network. I spend 40 grand at Target when I go shopping there. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay. Um, N95, Kendrick Lamar. Banger. That's this year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so this is like, I mean, 
Damn, they got some AG club on here, dude. What? What, what is True it? True Religion. Wow, man, yeah, they're kind of wavy. Out. They got Kendrick. They got AG club. That's sweet. Yeah, I think. Um, like I said, the one I listened to, or that I had when I was younger, that I listened to all the time was, it was now twenty eight. And what year? Can you Google when Now 28 came out? I want to see if you can guess what songs are on there. Not totally, but if you can guess one or two songs. What you got? Um, Had to be like 2008? Yeah, 2008. Okay, and the track list is covered up. Okay. Um, Dang, that's hard. If All right, I, I might be able to give you... Maybe an artist name. I was going to say maybe I could just guess artist names. Okay. But is there some Black Eyed Peas on there? Um, Black Eyed Peas. No. No? No Black okay. Eyed Peas. Fuck. Is there any Kanye on there? Uh, No Kanye. Damn. Now uh, is ahead of the times. Right? Um, fuck. You want a hint? Yeah. All right. Taylor Swift's on there. Okay. <laughs> I feel like Taylor Swift just is on all of them. <laughs> she probably is. Yeah. Um, fuck. Yeah, maybe not. This is more of like country Taylor Swift. Right. That's like old Taylor Swift. Yeah. It's called Our Song. Oh. Our, sl- our Song is a slamming mm-hmm. screen door. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no, yeah, no. yeah. You know yeah. that song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's try one more. Uh, Lil Wayne. 2008. You got it. Six foot, seven foot? No. Fake Older fan. than that, bro. All right, so we I'm were... I'm not cultured. You're a 99 kid, right? 98. Whoa, you're old. All right. Fine. But, so you were 10 years old. So, think about that. I feel like six foot, seven foot came out when we were in high school. So, you're 10 years old. I think this song was on the radio. Lollipop? Yes, sir. I cheated. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> so do you have the whole playlist up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you see Natasha Benningfield? Mm-hmm. Pocketful of Sunshine. Jordan Sparks, No Air. Oh, come playing. on, bro. Colby Calais, Realize. Fallout Boy featuring John Mayer? Beat it. Damn. Yeah. Is that a Michael Jackson cover? Is that what that is? I. It can't be. I don't think so. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I think when I was listening to it on there... That that song wasn't on there. I mean, I was just skipping that song. But Ray J, Chris Brown, One Republic, some some decent songs on there. You're gonna miss this, Trace Atkins, Leona Lewis, Bleeding Love, a lot of good songs. But anyways, yeah. Um, I feel like I was mostly listening to that CD because I, well, like I said, I was like nine years old at the time, and I was. I was probably going to soccer games or football games, having that CD on in the car. Like, that was my, I don't know what song I was listening to. Maybe Lollipop or something, but I was listening to that. Gotta to get, get yourself up. pumped up, dude. Yeah, you Come know what I'm saying. the pregame playlist. Yes, when I was nine years old. But, um, but yeah, I was, probably, I was probably bumping that going to soccer games or football games when I was little. Did you play a lot of sports when you were a kid? I say um, I played a fair amount. I think, um, like I said, I played soccer, football. I got into basketball as I got a little older. Um, I was not, I wasn't one of the kids who tried baseball or t-ball. 
I wrestled when I was younger and um what else was there? I think that was I think that was mainly it. What about you? I played one year of T ball. Oh. I didn't fu- I didn't fuck with it so I quit. Do you remember playing? Yeah. I remember not fucking with it. Really? And I and I just remember like it was too easy, wasn't it? <laughs> no. <laughs> I just remember like finishing the season and they were like, "Okay, next year you're going to do the same thing, but they're going to throw it at you. <laughs> and I was like, fuck no, dude, fuck that. And so I quit. Fuck it. Hung the cleats up. Yeah. Got the trophy, dude. Said, fuck it. Ride off into the sunset. Do you still have it? <laughs> I can probably find it. I can probably find it. Yeah. That's crazy, man. We used to get trophies all the time for doing stuff. For like any sport. I yeah. guess when you were that young, you get a trophy for playing, right? So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I can't imagine the team was good or I was good, but... Yeah, I mean, I can I can like distinctly remember having like my own t-ball set up in my at my yard, and my dad just like desperately trying to teach me how to like play baseball the and ball. just not fucking knowing how to do it at all. Did he play? Did he play baseball when he was younger? Yeah, he played. Um, I know he played like growing up. I don't know if he played in high school. I gotcha. But he was like big into it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um He was like a big baseball guy, so naturally he wanted me to play but gotta follow in his footsteps it just it didn't he found out pretty fast that that was not gonna happen yeah one thing i just thought about is um it's i it's i guess it's sort of related what we're talking about one movie i used to always watch was uh sandlot when i was younger and i i would watch that movie so many times but it never made me want to play baseball i just realized it I don't know why that is. I feel like most things I watch over and over again, it'll make me want to do it. You know what I mean? And I never had that with that movie. That that is kind of an interesting. I'm trying to think if I used to watch. Like I've obviously seen that movie a right. lot of times, but I don't know if I used to watch it like in my formative years like that. I, really I can't remember. But I mean, after that, dude, like I just like I hated all sports for a lot of years. Like I didn't watch football or watch basketball or anything. Like. I just didn't have anything to do with it. And then in high school, I started kind of coming back around to like watching sports. Yeah. And then um, I would go over to my, my boy's house, Patrick, um, shout out. And he'd start playing lacrosse. So kind of just to fucking do something with him, like I just started playing and then ended up doing that through high school. So that was my kind of comeback, I guess, to sports. And you enjoyed it? I guess. Yeah. I enjoyed more like just like the acting like a douchebag part of being an athlete. Yeah. The camaraderie. Yeah. And just like, you know, like before the game, like having the big ass headphones on and fucking just like pre-game getting myself hyped up just to sit on the fucking bench. Yeah. Got that now 28 blowing through the headphones. Yeah, bro. Built different. Yeah. No, I, um, I don't know. I, I think about it like one day when I have kids of how I'm going to be, cause I don't want to, I feel like if you're really forcing sports on them, it can deter them. And I don't want to do that. But I would love for, if I had a boy, I'd love my son to play basketball and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I feel like I'll just, like, I'll introduce it to them, you know, and just, like, let them make their own decision. But I won't, like, hide it from them. Like, right. No. You know, like, just, but, yeah, I mean, I'm always thankful. Like, my parents never made me, me and my sister always, like, make fun of our parents, though, because we, like, we're like out of shape. <laughs> it's just like, if why the why the fuck didn't you make us play sports? Now we'd, we'd be so much better in shape right now. Yeah, you should be running routes when you're freaking five, six years old, man. Yeah, what are you doing? Bro, fuck that. 
Yeah, I had the opportunity to play football in high school, but I, I didn't fuck with it. I'm not trying to get hit, dude. Fuck that. Yeah, that was that was sort of my thing. Like, um, like I said, I played football when I was younger. Like, probably, probably like fifth to seventh grade, maybe. And it was like intramural football. It was like in another town and stuff. But I enjoyed that when I was playing. But then once I got to high school, I was like, at that point, basketball was my main sport. And obviously, football season's right before that. And I didn't want to get injured and have to miss out on basketball. Yeah. But once I got to college, obviously, as you know, like I started to really enjoy playing basketball just like, you know, for fun. That was probably the most like real sports I ever played was just like playing basketball. Because we used to play all the fucking time. Right. It'd be be like every day almost. Yeah. Going to the gym, playing pickup. Dude, fucking War Memorial Gym still doesn't exist. Like, it's not open again yet. Because it's under construction? Yeah. It must be looking... It's It must... Like, the... Maybe it's supposed to look really nice. I don't know. Because, I mean, it was... It was the weaker facility. For sure. Out but of everything they had there. Had such a charm to it. I yeah. always loved it there. But, yeah, dude. Fucking talk about feeling old, dude. I went to... Tech for a game. And one of my buddies is finishing up there. He's going to be senior this year. Um, he transferred in, and then um, so he's, like, finishing up. But he's our age. Like, we, we graduated high school together, but he's finishing up. And he took me, like, to this tailgate, and there were some people there that were younger, and they were talking about playing basketball. And I was like, oh, do you all go to War Memorial? And they, they didn't even fucking know what I was talking about. Oh, no. They were you like, what? yourself yeah, so bad. Yeah, bro. They are like, what's that? <laughs> Oh, like, oh, fuck, dude. Man. So they were probably just hooping. Well, because I think they still have the bubble up. I think people still be yeah. playing basketball over there. Yeah. That and I guess McComas. I don't know. Yeah, that too. That's where they said they went, but. Gotcha. Um, Yeah, they had. Just what a feeling, dude. It's like, fuck, I had to take a seat after that one. Yes, yeah, so playing sports down at down Blacksburg was a lot of fun. Obviously, basketball, like like you said, we played that almost every day. It seemed like, and I did um I did one intramural soccer team that was a lot of fun. Just because it had been years since I played soccer, I had a lot of fun doing that. But then we also did the ultimate frisbee. That was that was a lot of fun too. Yeah, I loved that shit. I remember being in high school saying I really wanted to do that when I got to college. So it was good to get it done. Yeah, fun times. And then, um, did we make it? We didn't. Did we make it to the championship for frisbee? No, we kept getting beat. Damn. We went to the we went to the playoffs twice, right? And we got beat both times. I guess, man. I got. I must have a bad memory because that's not how I remember it. I, I remember thought, these. Oh, maybe I'm, I might be thinking of another team sport I did there. I just remember we played against this, like, they were like a church group or something, and they were really fucking good, dude, and they yeah. just beat the shit out of us. But they were all, like, we came into it thinking, like, we were going to kick their ass because there was just a bunch of these, like, really scrawny dudes. And they that just always happens. Fucked us. That dude. always happens, man. Do you remember when we played basketball with Chris Clark? Yes. Shout out Chris Clark. That was, like, in the COVID times. We Because remember, we were, like, we were, like, scrambling to find some shit somewhere to play. It was early COVID. Because mm-hmm. that day we were playing, didn't they end up taking the hoops down or no? Yeah, because we were at, um, what's that shit called? German Redacted. Club. Yeah. And they fucking, yeah. they came down and cut the, took the hoops down while we were playing. Bro. Yeah. 
That was crazy. That was fun though. Yeah. He t- he was talking so much shit. Yeah, it was crazy. He just rolled up. It shit just got so real fast. I was like, oh fuck no. Because hadn't he he had already left our school, right? Yeah, I don't even. I'm not even sure really what he was doing there, but it was cool. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Have you listened to the new Taylor Swift album? I have not, but I think I am going to give it a, a, a spin. You should, dude. I mean, it's the fucking, it's part of the culture. I know you listen to it. Yeah. Do you like it? Yeah. I mean, it's not for me, but you know. Is it pretty poppy? Yeah. It sounds like her. It's not like anything too crazy different, but yeah, I mean. Yeah, I'm definitely. It's T-Swizzy, dude. Yeah, I'm definitely going to give it a listen. I mean, did you see the numbers it's supposed to do first week? Yeah, bro. 1.2 or 1.4 million sales first week. She fucking killed the promotion of it, dude. It's awesome. Yeah. I, I wasn't tapped in. I just, I heard like a couple of days before that she was dropping an album. So she dropped it at midnight, obviously. Right. But then at 3 a.m., she oh. dropped the bonus tracks. And it's like a deluxe album. Yeah. I did hear that. That's pretty cool. That's yeah. Nobody does that. Yeah, and it's called like 3 a.m. edition. That is pretty cool. Yeah, and yeah, I just feel like she like and she owns all her stuff now, right? Yeah. Gotta respect the respect the artistry at that point. That is pretty cool. Yeah, I'll give the spin. I'll check it out. Because I, I'll be the first to say that I I haven't really, I haven't paid nearly as much attention to her. I don't know. I'm one of the people who like her older music more than her newer music, but yeah, I just I've listened to her forever just because like my sister used to listen to her growing up, and now my girlfriend's into her, so I got you. I, I've listened to her for a long time, but yeah, I mean, you know, it's not really for me. It's not my favorite, but yeah, I think. Um, see, my girlfriend doesn't really rock with Taylor Swift, so that's sort of I've been able to get by without having to be like stomach listening to it if I really didn't want to mm-hmm. but I'll check it out I will say um, most of the stuff I've been listening to lately Spotify has these um, you can do these blend playlists with uh, like your friends and stuff like that so I've been listening to a bunch of those I have with some of my friends and it helps it puts me on to some music I've never heard before and I do like that yeah those are really that was a really cool feature they added i really like that right like i just sent um all, all you have to do is on the home page you go to like start a blend or whatever and i just copied the link and sent it to another one of my friends who i haven't talked to in years the other day and he had no idea about the feature i think that's the thing when they first started doing that i don't think many people i, I still think not a lot of people know about it yeah it was like a really soft rollout and i remember my boy brian shout out um he fucking had that shit before anyone else I knew. Really? He sent me a link to it, and I, like, tried to send it to other people, but I didn't have the feature yet. Like, I guess he just got, like, randomly selected or something for, like, huh. beta testing almost. That's interesting. Um, It could be because he, like, actually puts music out, you know, so he has an artist page. It could have uh, been part of the reason. That's probably it. Yeah. Because I know when I first saw it on the... Um, on the when it first popped up on my Spotify page, I remember I got on that pretty quick. Yeah. But that makes sense if he's an artist. Yeah. Check him out. Brian Sauerwald. S-A-E-U-R-W-A-L-D. Only pr- puts out bangers. Shout out Brian. He's a good guy. Yeah. Solid dude. Um, What have you been listening to lately? Well, you know I've been jamming that new Arctic Monkeys record. 
That's right. Uh, yeah. Um, I think we talked about it previously, but I've been kind of avoiding all the singles that they were putting out because I wanted it all at once. A full organic listen. Yeah, and dude, it did not disappoint. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not like the thing I like about them is they like you can listen to their whole discography and everything sounds so much different than the last. That's what I've been hearing. Like, like it doesn't sound. It sounds so much different than like AM, which is the one with the waves on the front that like most yeah, people yeah. I feel like know. That's probably their most mainstream one, right? Yeah, for sure. That's what I think too. Which it's still like a banger of a record, but that like. It's just different. Like, did you get a chance to listen to the Arctic, the new one at all? The new one, yeah, I listened to it twice, but both times I was listening to it, I was driving. Right. So I didn't get to devote full attention to it, but I had it on, and I really, I mean, listening from start to finish, I really like the uh, the instrumentation of it. I guess, like the way I love the way everything sounded, and at least early on in the album, it because I was listening to it on the way to work, and it was like dark 30 because it's early morning and it felt like it almost felt like a soundtrack to a movie like it felt very cinematic yeah they yeah i think they knocked the shit out of the park it it is a lot like very similar to their most recent album before this um tranquility based hotel casino i know you like is star Trek. yeah i was gonna say i I know you like that song um but it definitely has like that more of that feel like a little yeah. bit like jazzier almost. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just like, it's just unbelievable. Like this one resonated with me a lot more than that one did. I guess part of the reason is because that record's already been out for a while. So, and over time it became one of my favorites of theirs. And then this came out and I was just like, but yeah, my favorite song is one of the singles. So I'm kind of glad I didn't like hear that beforehand. Cause I feel like hearing it, because it, it was the opener. It was one uh, of the singles. And hearing that just, like, hit you was so good. And just letting the whole thing roll after that. Wait, so it, was that that was the opener to the album? Mm-hmm. Ah, okay. It was also the lead single. Gotcha. But, yeah, I mean, I could definitely just fucking Anthony Fantano go on and on and on about this shit. But check it out if you are out there. It's It's different than, like, what you might know them as, but... It's really, really fucking good. And the songwriting is just insane. What's it called? It is called The Car. All right. Go check out The Car. The yeah, Car. The uh, the two songs I liked from it um, was Hello You mm-hmm. and Body Paint. Dude, those, Body Paint. Yeah, that shit. It was a cool song. Yeah. And I felt like those two songs were more, um, I don't know. They might have had more of a mainstream feel. They weren't. I felt like those two songs sort of stood out in the sense that the rest of it was more calm, maybe not calm per se, but like you said, jazzy. Mm-hmm. And these other two, I felt like there's a little more tempo to it. And I yeah. think that's why uh, those stood out to me. Yeah. Body paint was one of the singles. Ah, okay. um, but again, like, man, it was so hard seeing them drop all these singles and like music videos and shit and just completely ignoring it. Cause it was like fucking eating away at me, but I still haven't checked out the music videos, but respect though. That's, I know that's tough, man. Yeah. Especially when it's... Because this is like one of your favorite bands, right? Yeah. And like, obviously my phone knows that about me. So it's just like right. shoving that shit in my face <laughs> on Instagram and Twitter and Spotify. Like, why haven't you listened to it yet? Yeah. But... No, that's cool. I like what you said about um. a few, few couple minutes ago when you were saying that each of their albums is different. 
I, I really like when artists try to, whether it's a band or a single person, I like when they try to do something new or I know, like I've said before, one of my favorite artists is Kanye West. And it's like, he said it in his earlier days where he was like, why would I make the same album twice? People want to hear something new. So he tries to do something that's either genre defining or just something that he hasn't, he personally hasn't done before. And, um, I feel like a lot of artists today don't have that or, th- or they're lacking thereof moving out of their space and trying something new. So I respect when artists can do that. Yeah. It's bold, you know, cause like you put out a hit record. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think that's like <laughs> the Arctic monkeys and Kanye West are comparable <laughs> because of like that same thing. Like there's almost like eras almost, you know, like, yes. like graduation and like graduation play registration, college dropout. Like you can kind of group those. They're not the same, but you can kind of group them together almost, especially late registration and college dropout. I feel like. Yeah, those two for sure. But, it, and also in the sense of like the, what do you call it? A sequel with like the play on the album titles. Right. You know? And like, that's kind of the same, like the first two Arctic Monkeys albums are very like, it's just like, I don't want to say punk rock, but it's like hard rock music. Yeah. Right. So, and then go back. Kanye like the new stuff is like complete like it doesn't you can tell it's the same artist obviously but like it's like a whole different animal and now you listen to the stuff that they put out now the Arctic Monkeys and it's like so so different than what they did before but it's still just instant classics yeah yeah like I said I I love when uh, artists do that kind of stuff yeah absolutely so we reached out to you guys, the listeners, the fam. Try to ask, like, what's on your mind? Get a few different topics to talk about. So um, I'm just going to read one of these, and then you can see how you feel about it. We're keeping it anonymous? Yeah, for sure. Okay. For sure. If you would like, if you submit something and you want us to shout you out, let us know. We'll be more than happy to shout yeah, you out. Yeah, absolutely. I just don't want to dox anyone. Dox anybody. Yeah, I feel you. This person says, is this really my destiny? <laughs> brother brother or sister, if you're asking a podcast with 10 listeners, then it probably is. <laughs> uh, but really, though. Yeah, 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 but really. The thing is, like, what do you think about that question? Do you think destiny is something that's like predetermined for you or do you think like um you make your own? Yeah, I guess um I'd say I'm I mean I'm fairly religious so I feel like um at the end of the day God always has a plan for me. Um but I also feel like if you're not if you're not getting up and trying to make things happen then I feel like you can't say that because then it's, I feel like um, if you're not getting up and trying to get after it and you're, and you're just saying that I feel like you're um, sulking and I don't know. It's almost like you want that to be your destiny because you're not, if you're not putting forth effort to uh, be better as a human being or be more productive and things like that. um, Yeah. Yeah. I, 
Uh, so a little bit of both is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I I just feel like you have to, at, at to an extent, you have you have to apply yourself to do things. You can't just sit and wait for things to come to you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. In that sense, like, you know, that's a decision that you're making to not go out and get it. You know, and which, in my opinion, kind of makes it just seem like you know, your destiny is based off of your decisions alone. And I'm not like, you know, talking down on what you're saying, but I feel like, I feel like the idea like that there's a plan and there's like kind of something like spiritual happening is a good concept as long as it's used in the right way. You know, like I feel like some people, like you're saying, kind of just lay around and they're like, oh, well, none of this shit even matters because like your fate is predetermined. But I think like that attitude is like really, really fucking dangerous. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Um, which is like kind of one of the craziest like things about religion to me is like it is like a really good thing for a lot of people, you know. Um, but it, which is like I guess you could say this about anything good. Like I feel like some people like lean on it as a crutch like a little bit too much, and I'm not talking about anybody specifically. I'm just saying like. You, you see people like, you know, almost using it to not be the best person that they can be because it's like none of it even matters anyway. And maybe that's not religion specifically, but it's just like that idea that things are kind of predetermined for you. Like it's a scapegoat or a cop out or something. Yeah. And yeah, just like I feel like that's just not a good way to live, you know, and I think you should if you do think like that things are predetermined for you, like in that sense, like if there is like some kind of overseeing being that's like determining fates and stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, then I still feel like you should feel like you should probably have to prove yourself worthy of like this great, wonderful experience that they're going to provide to you. And I don't mean that by like, you have to like get baptized or like convert people to the church. I'm just right. saying like, you have to be a good human being to kind of warrant this existential being like existential is not the right word omnipotent thing like to like kind of give you this path to a good fate or a good destiny yeah like well yeah and it i think this is what you were saying it's it's like it's not just going to come to you you have to live your life in a way that We'll bring it to you. You know what I mean? You can't. Yeah. I mean, I've said it a few times now, but you can't just expect stuff to to lay in your lap without you putting forth any effort or, you know, li- living your life the the right way with what you want in return. So you said you're fairly religious, and it, if you don't want to talk about it, like, we can cut it. But, like, um, so do you go to church? You go to church on Sundays. Right, I think you've said that before. Yeah, my girlfriend and I, we go to church. Uh, we we don't make it some Sundays, but we make an effort to go every Sunday if we don't have anything else going on. Is that a, kind of a recent development, or did you always kind of, or did you grow up religious? Grow, I grew up, I would say I grew up religious, but we weren't, I wasn't in church every Sunday. Mm-hmm. We would go a few times a year, but I always, even if I wasn't going to church, I still had that that feeling of knowing like, with God and Jesus Christ and stuff like that. Um, but I would say 
since I got out, because I didn't, I didn't really go to church that much in college either. And then once I got back right. home, um, so yeah, I, I guess it is more of a recent thing. It's probably been a little over a year now. We've been going on a relatively regular basis. Nice, nice. I I went a lot when I was in high school. Um, I like helped out with the music program and stuff at the church. Um, the thing that I've always loved about church is like personally, it hasn't. I don't want to say it didn't help me because it actually has helped me in times where things were bad. But the part I loved about it the most was just seeing like some of the people in there that were just so moved by everything that was happening. And like yeah. it was almost like brought them to tears and stuff like that was pretty cool to see. Because like when people say like Jesus save or, you know, Jesus save my life and stuff like they really mean that shit. You know what I mean? Like they're yeah. not just shit like bullshitting around. Right. Well, I'm sure there are some that are, but. Yeah, some people definitely are, but I get, I get what you're saying. Seeing that was, like, the coolest part to me, you know. Um, so it definitely made it worth it to go. We, we used to go a little bit when I was a kid, but my parents, like, like, I feel like we would try to make an effort to go sometimes, but overall we never really never went. But like I said, I kind of found my way into it in high school, but I don't really – I didn't go in college, and I don't go currently, so. It is interesting. Um I was like, what you're talking about? You can really tell those people who are who are saying that like um, Jesus saved them and things like that. I feel like you can sort of tell who's being for real and who isn't based on how they carry themselves and how they're yeah how they carry themselves and especially if you see them in a church and how they're acting and things like that. Yeah, I, and yeah, that like I said, that was just always the coolest part for me. Just people really you tell it was like really moving to them like the either the pastor speaking or um the music or whatever it was um the church you go to do you guys do like hymns or is it like i don't want to say i guess like christian rock music is like you know like more like a band kind of idea yeah they used to have um a pianist somebody who would play the piano uh but now we're just singing and a few times a year they'll get like a bluegrass band to come in and they'll do some music. Nice. But um, one thing I was going to say is it seems like whenever we're in those times where it's been a few Sundays since we haven't gone or something like that, it's almost like I can feel it. Like, I feel it in me where I'm like, I feel like we should be going. Um, and we go. And then after I feel, I guess it's almost like when we don't go for a few Sundays, I can feel like I'm missing something. You know what I mean? Yeah, so you really are, you really feel like you're getting something out of it. Yeah, whether it's just reading scripture or different things like that, I don't know. It's but it feels right after like after we take that time away from it and go back. It, I like that feeling. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I mean it's like I said, I I definitely don't consider myself a religious person, but um, it has like been really uplifting for me in times where I needed something, you know, to go and like you just seeing other people, you know, just kind of doing the whole thing, like shaking hands or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. In times where I really needed like some uplifting, I've definitely gone to church for that. So yeah, it's not really my thing. I think to go regularly, but I think it's really cool. Yeah. Me personally, I feel like as I've gotten older, I've sort of, develop the I don't know the feeling of 
Because I know there are people who are who are in church every Sunday who aren't living their life Christ-like, you know. And they're sort of just going through the motions. So I feel like today, I don't know if this is just me personally, but I feel like you don't have to necessarily be in church to get your, to get that devotion or that finding that feeling of, of being uplifted and different things. I feel like, and maybe it's, I know when Kanye was becoming like a born again Christian and things like that, when he put out his Jesus is King album and he was doing the Sunday services every Sunday with his choir and they were traveling all across the country. His big thing was church doesn't have to be confined to four walls. And I, when he was sort of going through that era, I really liked that idea of, I mean, you can, you don't need to worship in four walls. You can do it wherever throughout the week. Like, you know what I mean? And I, I really, I, I like that idea. Yeah. And I think I, I like that idea too. Cause I feel like there's people that it's almost like a switch for them. You know what I mean? Like they turn it on and then they go to church and then they just flip the switch and then they're just back to completely how they are. What, however that is, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So yeah, I feel like it shouldn't just be a one time a week thing. If you are one of those people that is claiming a, to be a born again Christian or something. Be really about it. Yeah. yeah. Just be real. Plus my thing, I just, how I live my life, I just try to live it. I just try to be nice to everybody, show love to everybody. You know what I mean? I just, things that I get upset about, I did my best not to hold on to, different things like that. I just feel like you never, you don't want to take life for granted because you never know when, like, when your time's going to be up, you know? Yeah. I mean, you should live every day like it's your last. I feel like that's kind of like a corny thing to say, but it's like, it's, it is, there's it's a lot true of truth though. to it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, that's, I'm, I feel the same way, like trying to just put out as much love as I can in the world on some Lex Friedman shit. Yes. But. Love is healing. Fact. Yeah. I feel like that kind of just almost ties it all back in. It's like, that's like kind of another thing I feel like people lean on a little bit too much is like, this could be your last day, which is a really good way to think but at the same time like you do have to like plan for it to not be you know what i mean yeah um and kind of towing that line is is hard because it's like you have to be ready for the future you know you can't you can't not plan and just like really live you can't truly live every day like that you know what i mean or else i feel like you're holding yourself back from something better like I said, it's just a hard line to toe because it's like you don't want to spend all your time worrying about the future, but at the same time, you can't not do it. Does that make sense? No, nah, yeah, I feel you. And it also, I mean, it's sort of, I think it, it all ties back into the the um, the submission we got from one of our audience members. Like, you could feel that way and be like, wow, today might be my last day, so I'm just going to sit around. Or you could be like, you could get juiced up from that and be like, man, I, I got to live each day. Like it's my last and go out and do as much as I can be as productive as I, I want to be, um, what your values are. If you value leaving a legacy and things like that, like trying to get all those things lined up just because you do never know. So I, I definitely think, like you said, towing that line and having the balance to where you're aware that your time could be up at any moment, but also not just 
sitting and sulking in that, living your life to the fullest, you know? Yeah, and I feel like this is actually another um, audience submission, like just talking about how much negativity there is in the world right now. I feel like it can be hard to get out there and, you know, make life your own because you're just, everything you're reading and seeing shit is just like, it's just so like dark and dreary and it's, it's a bit of a battle, at least for me to like not fall into that. You know what I mean? Um, and like, it's fun to make jokes about it and shit, obviously, but yeah, I know that's something that I've really been struggling with is like not just falling into like, well, fuck it. It doesn't matter anyway. Like everything's going to shit. Yeah. You know, cause if you have that mindset, then you're never going to get anything done. Especially at 23 and 24 years old, like mm-hmm. too young to be thinking. I mean, right now it's like prime time for us, you know, being the age we are and to have that mindset. It's that's what that's what I don't know. I would say that people having that mindset at our age is is sort of worrisome for the future, you know. Um, but you think about, I mean, everything we get fed through the media, it's, it just feel like it's it's very rare that. Um, positive stuff is being shared and being talked about more than negative things. Yeah. And when it is something like positive, it's just like something stupid, you know, like it's, there's like a problem that what gets the most clicks or likes or anything is all just like things that are meant to get a reaction, whether it be like political or moral however um maybe a mix of both but yeah it's it's hard right now to stay positive you know because i and the the way i find myself doing is trying to just kind of shut everything out but that's it's a hard line to toe again because it's like you don't want to be the one who doesn't know anything about anything you know like you don't want to just completely shut out all current events because like then you you feel like you might miss something actually important, but it's yeah. just hard to weed through all of like the bullshit, you know? Yeah. And you might miss out like the cancellation of some, somebody. And if you miss out on that and you're seen talking about them in a positive light or, or doing something that doesn't reflect what the majority of people are doing, then you're going to get bullied for it all because you weren't even tuned into what was going on on social media and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. And, major problem with social media is like it's really an echo chamber right so you're seeing a lot of people shouting the same exact opinion and your brain is telling you that like it's fact because you're seeing so many people even though it's really not it's still a small percentage it's just what you're seeing over and over and over again yeah um look at all these people that agree with you yeah 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 so you're stuck like in this, I guess that's what I like to call like echo chamber, you know, nothing is, there's nothing different happening, which is just not a good way to think. Yeah. Um, you have to like think for yourself, you know, and make decisions based on what's best for you and those around you that you care about, not what random people are saying (laughs) like online. People you don't even know and they don't know you and you're never going to see them. It's, 
and I'm not like dissing people or like thinking people are dumb because that's like how they form their opinions. Cause it's like, it's forced upon you. Yeah. Um, it's not like a problem. And I mean, I find myself doing it for sure. You know what I mean? Especially yeah. like Same. in the past, dude, like it was getting really bad. I just found myself like all of a sudden, like my own thoughts didn't really even feel like mine anymore, which mm-hmm. is like crazy to even say, cause it's like mind control. But yeah, but that's I think like the hope of like this generation and generations to come is like platforms like this, you know, like this is cool because we can just kind of say whatever we want within reason. I mean, you know, I don't it's not good to just come on here and talk about like killing people and shit, but right. we can come on here and kind of talk freely and, you know, kind of help break out of it, I guess, and hopefully help people that listen break out of it as well. Yeah. And we... It goes in, like, we value everybody's feedback we've been getting with, with the podcast and everything. Like, I love hearing people's opinions on the stuff we've been doing. And it's like you said, just being able to come on here and, and have conversations about anything we feel like talking about. Yeah. So, shout out to the listeners. Because without you guys, we would just be yelling into the void. So, we yeah. appreciate everybody who listens and gives feedback. All ten of you. I think... I feel like that's kind of everything, unless you had something else. No, no, I'm cool with that. Uh, I'm cool for today. Yeah. Um, sorry, sorry, I got a little deep for all you uh, casual listeners that may be uh, kicking off your Friday with us, but uh, we appreciate you for, for coming around. Yeah, and um, like we were saying, we love the feedback and we love the submission, so we're probably going to keep that going. So please just reach out, tell us what's on your mind and try to talk about it and see what we can relate to with. Um, please don't submit anything else about Halloween costumes. <laughs> Fuck Halloween. Halloween's over. <laughs> yeah. Keep, keep, uh, keep the thoughts coming our way. Any, any topics you'd like to hear us, uh, chop it up about if you've got, um, if you've got some music, you think, um, you'd like us to check out or anything like that. Def- definitely DM us on Instagram for that. Um, we've got our weekly Spotify playlist that we're updating, putting out at the start of each week, um, to get ready for the pod drop on Friday and everything. Yeah. So like, and subscribe on YouTube. Yes. Follow us on Spotify. Um, yes. I don't know. Hopefully we're on Apple by this time. That's been a bit of a fucking battle, but, um, Amazon music. Yeah. If anybody streams on there. And then a few other smaller platforms, but yeah, Thanks. yeah, we are working on um, getting visuals locked and loaded for YouTube. So stay tuned for that too. We know um, some of you guys have been asking for us to do video and stuff like that, and I think it'll be a lot easier for us to post more regularly with um, on our social media sites with different clips and everything like that. So stay tuned for that. Yeah. And we appreciate everybody who's been along for the ride and is going to continue on the ride with us. Yes, sir. Love you guys. Peace.